Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. I am very excited to announce we have producers. Yay! Yay! So I'd like to take a moment and thank them, Jay and Night Fun. Hi, Jay. Hi, Night. We love you. They're our first patrons, and we'd like to encourage anybody else who's able to support us to join us on patreon.com slash Podcast. Today's episode is a bit of a doozy. Well, that's because a lot of people have opinions on this. Well, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. <laughs> Our topic today is fat life. Now, fat life gets talked a lot about in the kink community, and there are some people who love it, and there are some people who absolutely hate it. And recently, in a group that we're in, somebody had asked us, "Was it worth joining fat life?" So that got us thinking. So we asked around social media, we asked our group friends, you know, their opinions and everything, and it was quite varied. Yes, it was. Story after story. So many stories. Uh, oh my gosh, we have this huge collection of stories now. Well, if, oh, we could do an entire episode just on some of the more, shall I say, interesting messages that we have gotten on FetLife. Sure. Interesting. That's a good word for it. Yes. <laughs> right. I'll go with that one. <laughs> so let's talk about what FetLife is before we go into what it isn't. Okay. FetLife, they like to think of themselves as a kinky Facebook. They call themselves the social network for the BDSM fetish and kinky community. They've got about 8 million users with about 40 million plus photos and videos that are shared. There's also writings. There's all kinds of stuff. You can find groups and stuff on it. It's actually, well, in our opinion, we're like, as you can tell, kind of for it. But a lot of other people are not. And we'll get into that. I find for me, what I see FetLife as being the best for is to find events, to find different groups that have the same interests that you have, meeting people from all over the world, and then journals and writings. I mean, I've met people from England, from Australia, from Italy. I've got a friend that I've now been friends with for almost four years running, Mm -hmm. and we met because he wrote me a letter. On FET? On FET. And we're still friends to this day, four years later. Where's he from? He is from Ireland. And one of these days, maybe when this pandemic is over, I might actually go visit him. Well, that's a pretty dang good excuse. It is. To get to Ireland. I got to tell you, best. So what it isn't is a kinky dating site. You can meet people on there, but I don't recommend going into it with the concept that you're going to use it to find people to date. Yeah, use Tinder for that. It's FetLife is not for looking for people. If you happen to find somebody with your same interests and your same kinks and it works out because you got a letter from somebody from Fet, great. Hunky-dory, good for you. But it's not designed to be used like that. No. Though I will admit of my three doms, I've met two of them through FetLife. How'd that work out for you? Yeah, it did. So maybe that's the point Mm -hmm. of my story. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should not do that. Maybe you shouldn't do that. (laughs) I like to use it best for finding events in the local area. That is, uh, well, that and writing. I will say that the writing, the journaling part of it, I have a few that have made it to the, uh, what, what is that one? Kinky and the top 
of the section top. of fat kinky and pervy it might be kinky and pervy I'll, I'll look that one up later but uh, i've had a couple of writings i know a few people that have had writings and pictures that it ended up on like the top section of it and it's what you see when you first get into the um into the website besides your profile and everything it's kinky and popular kinky That's and popular i think kinky and pervy is better they have a fresh and pervy oh i will admit i have made it to kinky and popular a lot from your pictures? From my boobs, mostly. <laughs> well, they are a fetish all on their own. Well, they really are. The funny thing is, is whenever I post pictures of my suspension or my bruises from Impact, those don't tend to make kinky and popular as much as just a picture of my boobs. I don't think I've ever had a picture on kinky and popular, but I've had uh, at least two writings. I've had a few writings make kinky and popular. Why don't we take a minute and talk about profiles? Okay. And what you should include in your profile when you put it together. Definitely. The number one piece of advice we are going to offer you when creating your kinky profile on FET is please, I am begging of you, please do not do a dick pic as your profile picture. It's kind of a turnoff for a lot of people. I have yet to meet a woman who saw a guy's dick in his profile picture and think to themselves, wow, this is a guy I need to meet. What a great dick. I absolutely want to ride that. It doesn't mean there aren't women out there who might have that opinion. Nobody I've met. I just nobody I've met either. You might want to use a picture of your face, but if you're also trying to stay private and under the radar and don't want your face shown, you can do that too. You can use a bitmoji. You can just use a picture of your favorite toy. I'm wearing a mask in mine. There you go. Or you can even use like a Snapchat filter. Those are fun. Oh, those are a lot of fun. <laughs> so it you don't have to have a face picture if your idea is to stay private. Which is totally acceptable. Yeah. So many people do it. I've seen, um, actually, the ones that I think are really cute are the guys in like the suit and the tie. And it's just like a torso picture with a really, really interesting necktie kind of fold. What do you call it? Like it's just a tie. Yeah. And it also tells you the picture is the first thing people see when they get to your profile. So you want it to represent you. You want it to be something that tells the people who are looking at it, here's something about me. And maybe that's something about you is you are a more private person. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because then there's people like me who have zero privacy. Yeah, you do not care. I do not care. I care. I protect my privacy. I actually don't look like my profile picture anymore at all. I have changed my profile picture so many times just over the years so that it continues to look how I look like now. Yeah, I don't do that. You're also going to want to list your kinks on there. There's so many to choose from, too. I mean, it's actually kind of complicated. You also don't need to do everyone. So, for instance, if your kink is DDLG, Daddy Dom Little Girl, you don't need to select every single kink having to do with Daddy because that gets overwhelming for people. And there's also like giving and receiving parts of each fetish. So if I'm going to be into impact, I might put giving and receiving. And I was just speaking like I was rah-rah. So because (laughs) I'm not into impact, but she sure as heck is. Just a little bit, a wee bit. So rah-rahs might say giving and receiving because she likes to receive impact. She likes to beat people. I, on the other hand, would probably just put 
I wouldn't put impact at all because it's not one of my kinks. I do it because it's fun at parties, but it's not a kink for me. So I wouldn't put that on my profile. And the reason that I think it's important to have this information is because I know when I look at your profile, I am going to read what your kinks are because it will help me learn about you. So I look at your kinks. I look at your groups. If I see that you're involved in a group that might strike me as misogynist, then Mm. I probably am not going to want to get to know you better. That's a really good point. And if you're looking for certain things that are just not my kink, like Findom. Well, for example, if you've got blood play in your profile, I'm not going to talk to you. See, I might talk to you. I'm not going to do anything with this you. This time it wasn't me who brought it up. I, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be super obvious. <laughs> that is true. Dar is not going to play with you if you're into blood play, guys. So you need to really think when you're putting your profile together how it's going to look to other people. So be careful the groups you join, be careful the kinks that you pick, but yet still be yourself. Don't hide who you are. Before when we talked about Rara's boobs being a fetish. (laughs) They really are, by the way. They're an actual fetish on FetLife because one of the cool features you can do is create your own. And I did have a fan make two fetishes for me. My naked hugs. (laughs) and pretty good. And my soft pillow that you can rest your head on. Yeah, and I think pink kink is now a fetish. Oh, yes. You can have this as a fetish that you are a pink kinkster. Well, obviously, it's a super awesome fetish. So all of our pink kinksters should have pink kink listed on their fetish page. Describing yourself and what you're looking for is a huge part of your profile. Right. You want to make sure that you're not writing a novel. Because that's pretty boring. And I'm not going to make it through three pages of profile. No. You want to be concise. And also, please, punctuation and grammar are your friends. Oh, for the love of Pete, yes. Periods are great. Commas. Capital letters. They're wonderful. And I'm not doing this because I'm like a grammar Nazi here. I'm I'm serious. If you can't write a a sentence, I'm not going to be interested. No, you're not. So you want to make sure that you talk. Like on my profile, I actually talk about the things that I do and the groups that I run and the events that I host. That's my primary on my profile because that's my primary goal with my FetLife account. Then when you go down about three or four paragraphs, then you'll get information about me personally. But because I don't use FetLife to find a partner, I'm using it anymore because I've had no (laughs) luck with that. I'm using it to generate interest in the local community. And I used to have mine as more of like a personal thing, but then about, what would you say, like three years ago, I switched it over to more of a professional kind of looking thing because since I do my um, electro scenes out of my house and I like, it's more of a professional thing for me now, I use it as more of a way to get people interested in taking electro lessons or doing a scene, a private scene with me. And that's what mine actually reflects. There you go. Within your profile, you can also pick a relationship. You, of course, can be single, in a relationship, dating, you're engaged, married, monogamous, poly, so many different variations. Variations. 
Uh, it can be really complicated and trying to figure out which one you should select. And if you have more than one partner, it gets more complicated because they have things like primary partner or metamor with someone. Right. You can be part of a pack, member of a house, member of a poly group. So many options. And in case anyone, member of a house. So for example, we have set up a group of uh, several of us female friends mm -hmm. calling ourselves the Pussy Posse. <laughs> and we have made ourselves the house of Pussy Posse. So Rara and I are both part of this house. And we have that listed in our profile picture so that we can just, or profile, so that we can just click on it and go. Right. Uh, you can put down that you are protecting someone. Yes. You can be the sister or brother of someone. Right. Those, I think, fall under what they call the DS relationships. Yes. Because there's your regular relationships, which are not necessarily DS, and then your DS relationships, which are your dominant, your submissive, your master, mistress, owner. There are, I think I'm staring at like four columns of choices. Yep. That, that looks about have. right. So. And some of these, I didn't even know were a thing. Oh, like what? What was new to you? Key holder. Yes. Do you know what that is? I have no idea what that yes. is. Yes. Okay. That is having to do with chastity. Oh. So that means some poor guy, his dick is locked up tighter than tight. And the key to what is locking it up is being held by the master or mistress, depending upon who has it. So can't you just put mistress? You could. But some people like something more specific to show that not only am I this person's mistress, but I've got their cock locked locked up because not every couple obviously is going to be doing chastity. Okay. I can see that one. But I have a friend of mine who is a pro dom and also has some personal submissive and she walks around with a necklace that has the key on it. How many keys does she have on the necklace? She had two last I saw her. There could oh. always be more, but yeah. There I want to see her with like a necklace of keys and just forget which one goes with which cock uh, holder. Oh, goodness. And so the poor guy just wants to get out. And she's got to try all the different it's, keys. It's a predicament scene. <laughs> I think that'd be an awesome scene. You also have different privacy settings. There's friends only versus public. Now, public means anybody can see what you've posted be it writing, picture. Then you've got your friends only, which means only your friends could see. So for example, some people have any pictures that have their face on it set to friends only. Because mm -hmm. obviously your friends have seen what you look like, so you don't need to hide from them. But the public pictures don't have their face on it. Yeah, I've got a bunch of those. Yes. I have everything set to public. I have some set to public and some set to friends only. Um, I think you can also do private where it's just you. Okay. That's possible. Yeah. Oh, I do have some pictures that are set to friends only. My blood plate pictures. Any picture that I have that has blood in it. Okay. I'm going to remove myself from your friend yes. list in, um, <laughs> as soon as we're done. That is part of what you probably have heard people call FetLife's TOUs, which means terms of use. And they are not allowed to show blood play publicly because there are some people, like my good friend Ari here, who don't want to see that stuff. Nope. But unfortunately for me, I'm stuck with it because I'm friends with Rara on FetLife. And if she posts it, it's going to show up. Now, also remember, what you post may have an impact on the people who reach out to you because they're going to see things and sadly make assumptions. So for instance, if you are like me and you are an exhibitionist 
And you have a lot of naked pictures on your Fet Life <laughs> so account. So many naked pictures. Yes, I'm, I'm watching now as all my follower numbers go up, as all these people now start following oh, look, me. Look, naked pictures because they know I have naked pictures. Once you put that up there, people think, "Oh, she's naked. She must want sex all the time." And I know she wants my magic dick, so I am going to send her a letter. I I think I just broke my eyeballs from rolling them. Magic dick? No, you don't have a magic dick. I'm going to tell you right now. There's nothing you can say in a letter that is going to make me want to jump you. Just no. Just because we post kinky pictures on FET does not mean that it's your job to make me want everything about you. And I'm not just some, I'm not constantly horny all the time. It's not, it's just. Even if you're constantly horny all the time, does it mean I want your dick? Actually, I'm pretty sure there's a thing. Isn't it like there, there is an actual fetish where you want to just like, go off with strangers. Like, I don't remember what it's called, but I know it exists. There is. There's a couple of very interesting type of fetishes like that. There's the tourism sex. Yeah, that one. Oh, that one. Yes. That one, that one. Yes. That's where like somebody messages you, hey, I'm going to be in town and would you like to have sex? And some people are into that. Don't we have a friend who's into that? We might. I swear there's somebody that we know that is like, yeah, I'm going to be the one stop on their sex tourism (laughs) layover. I've heard some stories of people who were at a hotel and the maintenance guy came to fix something in the room <laughs> that was broken and sex later. Are you sure that wasn't just a porn you watched? I'm pretty sure that was not <laughs> a porn I watched. So we've got uh, different groups on FetLife. If you can think of it, there's a group about it. Oh, it exists. And there's groups that have thousands of members and groups that have, you know, five members because it's such a niche thing. So speaking of uh, letters that people send, my absolute favorite story from one of the letters you received. Oh, which one? Because I've got so many stories. I I know. But this one in particular, you will remember. It was the one guy that wanted you to be his milk cow. Oh, yes. That was a good one. He wanted me to come and become what they call a who cow. A who cow? (laughs) Meaning human cow. H-U-C-O-W. A who cow. I kind of was thinking owl, but that makes more sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fetish. No, I get that. But like when you said who, I automatically thought owl. So that didn't work for me. But yeah, human, human cow. Human cow. So I've gotten that. My favorite is the guy who wanted me to come to his hotel, poop on a plate, pee in a cup, (laughs) and then he would have a meal. And he was willing to pay me for that. And as if that wasn't good enough, if I stayed and watched him eat and drink, nope, he would pay me extra. Oh my god, I didn't know that one. Oh yes, that's my personal favorite. Why? And just to show you what a guy he is, he apparently never read on my profile under limits, scat, and water sports. No, but limits are meant to be broken, obviously, by him. Yes. Because rules don't apply. So he wanted me to meet him a complete stranger in a hotel and give him my pee and my poop. Nope. No, thank you. Did you even respond to that one? I don't think so. Because some of your responses have been legendary. Well, a lot will depend on the day of the week (laughs) and my mood. Because if I'm in a really shitty mood and you send me a stupid shitty message, I may take it out on you. You mean a stupid shitty message about shit? That's true. My favorite that I ever did, this was probably about two years ago. A guy wrote to me after writing a comment on a picture I'd posted. I think it was literally the middle of the week. 
it was a snow day, so I was home mm-hmm. instead of being at work. And therefore, couldn't go anywhere and do much. I had a lot of time on my hands. And he wrote an obnoxious comment on one of my pictures. And I responded saying, not cool, dude. Meanwhile, he had also sent me a message saying he wanted to be friends on FetLife. So I wrote him back saying, no, I don't want to be friends with you. And he wrote me back and I had gone from being the most beautiful woman in the world to being a fat cow. But you're a who cow, so... Well, that's true. (laughs) And I kept responding to him. And I am not kidding you when I tell you for 10 hours. Again, I had nothing else to do. 10 hours, I kept responding to this guy's messages. Oh, my God. I was Uh, bored. I needed... A hobby. I just, I really love hearing about the responses. Like in our, in our female circle of, of Kingster friends, we kind of tell each other about all the stupid messages. They, they just show up in our chats and people like the responses are hysterical. They do. Yeah. I mean, I like the ones you guy, the guy sent a message and it just says, Hey, that's not going to get anywhere. No, I did have one once the guy wrote me in text speak and all the letters just said was H-R-U. I don't even know what that means. How are you? Yes. Oh, I guessed. So I decided, again, because I was bored. I wrote back to him in text speak. And this now five or six messages went back and forth. With just letters? Just text speak. And then I stumped him. Oh, God. And I sent him a message that I guess he didn't understand what it was. Because I'm Googling different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know all the text speak. <laughs> Googling how to respond to him, and I respond to him in text speak, and then he responds back to me that he didn't understand. So I'm still being obnoxious, and I just sent him back question marks. <laughs> and then finally, he like actually wrote me back a sentence. So I wrote him back saying, "Oh, I didn't know we were using actual words. I thought we were just using text speak." <laughs> that shut him up finally. Oh, uh, the one that I really love is, uh, it's somewhat recent. It was this guy who messaged me asking about, uh, so my electro work is what I have posted on FET. And right. that's the only thing that I do professionally. And he said, so you do electro? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's, so. that's what it says on the thing. So yeah. Well, I don't have any interest in that. <laughs> Good for you? Like, how do you want me to respond to that? He goes, well, do you do anything else? No, it clearly says on my profile, electro only. And he just kept going. And I said, no, all of the other stuff that you see is private. It's like me with my relationship partners. Well, can I have that? No. I already told you. No. Bugger off. Okay, so we've talked a lot about the problems with that. Why are we pushing the the liking part? Well, let's talk about the good stuff. Let's talk about fun stuff. For me, I found new events to go to because of it. I have found new groups to go to because of it. I've made friends because of it. One of the biggest areas now that has been so helpful is letting other people know about consent violators, places they shouldn't go to. If I remember correctly, that has been your crusade for the entirety of the pandemic year, and you've blown up FetLife with it. Just a little bit. Uh, We have, unfortunately, and this is going to happen in any and all communities, we have somebody who is an unsafe player, a consent violator, somebody who also kept hosting parties during the pandemic. Unsafely. It has sort of become a personal mission of mine to 
let as many people know so that they can be safe. As we say in our thing, we want you to stay pretty and we want you to stay safe. And stay twisted. And stay twisted. And I think you can do all three. So I wanted to let people know about this. And as the Me Too movement has proven, once one person says something... Oh, it snowballs. It snowballs. So that is a very positive aspect of fat life. It sounds kind of negative because it is a negative topic, but it really helped a whole lot of people. One of the other things that I like is uh, the groups, joining the groups on FET. I just, I got to talk about a couple of my favorites. Okay. There's a book club on FET. Yes. It's awesome. And it doesn't necessarily have to just be kinky books is either. Is general books or... Um, yeah, so, so there's a few that are general books. If you, can, you can do different topics. And then there's the kinky ones, which I'm kind of surprised you aren't on with your BDSM I know romance. About I am part of one for uh, an author who writes a lot of kinky romance, Cherise Sinclair. Ah. So I am part of her kinky book club group on FetLife. There's, uh, but there's just, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of, like, there's as many book clubs as you will just generally find. I'm sure you can find more specific ones. I like the uh, BDSM on a budget group. Yes. That is awesome. It talks about pervertibles Mm -hmm. and all kinds of things that you can do. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of stickies about sales for different things. Really? Sales? Well, like at the time there was a sale on something. So it would have been posted like, hey, guess what? There's a sale on this website. Go get stuff. Right. I've, I know that I'm a member of a podcast group because there's podcasters on there too. Mm-hmm. So you can find just about anything. And the cool thing is if you can't find a group, make one. Yeah, run I, it yourself. Run it yourself. They've got We've got one for the Pussy Posse. I've got one for the events that I hold, R&R parties and events. I've got one for my little parties. And it's great because it is a great way to meet other people who have your same interests. Because even if you think what you're interested in is weird, I can assure you, you will find many others who have the exact same kinks. Definitely. If you have, there's, I don't think there's anything that's like blocked. Would you say on FET as far as like kinks and fetishes? They're just, if you can, if you can think of it, it's there. Yes. Even blood play though. That's usually set up as a private group. Right. You can also look for events that we've talked about so many times. The events is very important. I know whenever I was hosting an event, I would put it up on FetLife. I would announce it in the different groups to see, to get as many people to know about it as possible. It's a way to find out about munches, about parties, about the private parties, the parties that your public dungeon is having. There's also huge events that draw crowds from like worldwide. Yes. There's Winter Fire. Oh, That's a I huge miss Winter one. Fire. Yes. There's all kinds, there's conventions. You can find so, so much. It's like a huge networking thing. Right. When we decided we were going to talk about this, we reached out to people. We reached out to our Facebook group. We reached out to our chat groups. We reached out on FetLife itself. All and, kinds of social media, yeah. And we asked people, if you are writing a manual on Fetiket, basically how to behave on FetLife, what would you want included? And boy, did we get responses. So many. Like, what, what is this? Like two, three, four pages long at this point? Yeah, yes. that's at least four pages. 
We hey, want- guys, we're going to read four pages of responses to you, and uh, it's going to be super interesting. There you go. Just turn off the lights, get comfy, and go to sleep. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. No, the very biggest thing that we kept finding, though, repeated so many times on all platforms. Do we need drum roll? Nah. Okay. I'm sure they already know what it is. Yes. Don't lead with a dick pic. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to tell you something. As a woman, I'm going to tell you something important. I want you to listen to this. Most of us, we don't find dicks beautiful. Vaginas are beautiful. Pussies are pretty. Well, that's why they keep writing to us. (laughs) Okay. What we love about the dick is the person it's attached to. I mean, only if they meet certain qualifications, though. (laughs) True. (laughs) I'm pretty picky about, you know, what my dick is attached to. Did that work? <laughs> I think so. Yes. I, I, you Does should that make be picky. Sense? You should be picky as to who and what your dick is attached That's to. That's what I wanted to say. Not my dick about what the dick is attached yes. to. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to just go over here now. <laughs> okay. So if you send us a dick pic and think we are going to fall head over heels in love with you because of your dick, the answer is probably not. I mean, well, what if he puts, like, a bow on it, maybe some glitter? Okay, if there's a bow in it, if there's a bow on it, a bow tie, if there's glitter around it, it's going to tell me that you have a great sense of humor, and then, yes, I will reach out, because I like humor. But if it's just a plain old dick pic, oh, and please, don't put the dick next to the remote control, next to a can of beer. Banana for scale. A banana. Shaving cream. Shaving cream? Oh, you've never seen it next to a shaving cream can? Well, I'm pretty sure whoever's dick that is would come up short. They didn't think so. Oh. In fact, a bunch of us women at one point, I have a feeling I spearheaded this too, because again, I must have had too much time on my hands. (laughs) So I decided if guys could take dick pics to scale next to uh, different things, we were going to do boob pics. What did you use for scale? I think I had to find a grapefruit and I still... So women started, I think I also took one with the remote control in between and the cleavage. And we started a whole trend. So am I going to need cantaloupes? I Yeah. What do you think? Well, it depends. Do you want your boobs to look bigger? In which case, grapefruits work. Oh, if you want well, if be... I want them to look bigger, I'll just use an apple. There you go. <laughs> I win. You win. So just know, guys, that when you've got a dick pic, us ladies are probably Meh. turned off. And or making fun of you. Most likely making fun. I'm not going to lie. Yes. I'm going to be making fun of it. And guys, if there's something us ladies are doing that you feel has the same sort of reaction of making fun or we shouldn't do, please let us know. Write to us at pinkkinkpodcast at gmail.com and we can share that because we want to know. Yeah. And I'm sure our listeners want to know or too. join our social media and tell us there because oh. that would make a very interesting discussion. Oh, Absolutely. Tweet at us. Instagram. Something. Join the Facebook group. There you go. Random plugins right there. (laughs) All right. The other thing people said was about the profile. Fill it out. Take the time to write a profile and at least post a picture that tells us something about you. Like Rara said, I'm also partial to humor. So if you do like the whole glitter dick and a bow thing, that's actually pretty funny. And it does look like you spent some time on it. So I'm going to think that's more interesting. But I also said before, if you can do a really intricate tie knot, that I find very interesting. 
So take the time and fill out and format your profile. I think we heard that a lot. People said they don't want to be assaulted with a wall of text, grammar, spelling, punctuation. There's periods. They exist. Use them. And as somebody pointed out, profiles should be a snapshot, not a novel. Oh, I like that line. Should be a snapshot into who and what you are so that it makes us want to reach out and learn more. The other interesting thing that we got a lot about was messages, sending messages. <laughs> like we have already talked about this at length, but there's an astronomical amount of responses that we got about sending messages and, and what to do. I think as a whole, the people who were anti-FET and hated FET, it came down to the messages they received. Just a whole bunch of thirsty people. They were tired. We have a friend who has a profile pic that doesn't have her face in it. It's just her neck down, nothing sexual about it. And she still gets messages saying you're gorgeous. She's no face pics. Well, I mean, her tits are pretty gorgeous. Well, they don't suck. <laughs> One of the other things in the about section, don't send the same copy pasted messages to everybody in a certain area, hoping that somebody will respond to you. Because I'm going to tell you right now, we all talk about it. Well, especially you'll find that sometimes some guy will go into one of our accounts, look at our friends, and after they send us a message, they go down the line and send the exact same message to our friends. Copy pasted verbatim, word for word. Like it's stupid enough when you do that, but when you do that to a group of friends? It's like, okay, so we have to tell that story. Oh, we have to talk about NASA man, oh. as we started to call him. So NASA man sent me a message. I shared that message with some of the people in my group because it was really ridiculous. It started off with, how are you? I'm stuck indoors all day because I work for NASA. The weather is beautiful. I can see it from my window. Right. I mean, it was so obvious with the way he spoke that this guy has never worked at NASA. So I shared it with my friends. Next thing you know, I believe there was six or seven of us. Ladies who all got the same message. Within the same day. Within the same day. We laughed about it and we sort of moved on. And then I think six months later, he started the rounds again. Was it the exact same message or was there a little bit of a change? I believe some of us now, he no longer worked at NASA. He was a doctor. Oh, Dr. NASA. At a hospital. Oh. I mean, all he did was change his profession, but he was still stuck indoors working, looking out through the window at, at the, the weather. beautiful day. Yes. And... Now some of us wrote back saying, you're full of crap. You've written to several of us. Stop it. Did he do it? Did he, he stop? stopped and then he came back again. So round three. Round three. Dude must lady. be a humiliation then, masochist. I don't know if you remember, but he reached out to me through OkCupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the message he sent to me through OkCupid. Was it NASA or doctor this He was time? back at NASA. Oh, glad they hired him again. I was worried about that. But poor baby, he got fired from NASA, had to go get his medical degree, join a hospital, and then, what, went back to NASA because he missed the window. He missed the beautiful window that he had at NASA. So it just, it was the most ridiculous thing. Pretty you, funny, though. It was funny the first time, but after you're getting the same message almost every six months, mm -hmm. it's at least show me that you know you sent me a message before. I've had something similar to that. It wasn't like he was going through the rounds of people. It was just to me, but it was about a year later and he sent me the same thing. And I was like, didn't we already discuss this? And I told you I'm not interested because our kinks don't line up. Right. 
I, I know exactly who you are and I'm still not interested. Like that hasn't changed. He did almost send a word for word thing from, from the previous post. And it was literally a year later. It's now, annoying. I have a policy for me personally. If you write me something nice and polite, I will respond every time. Even if all of my responses is thank you. If you're polite, I am not going to ignore you. I'm not actually as good at that. If um, if I check it and it's late at night and I'm tired, I'll probably just not respond and then forget for three or four weeks. So sorry to anybody listening who messaged me and I didn't respond, even though you were super nice and I was intending to. I just fell asleep. Right. One of the things is, though, you've got to say more than just, hey, hi. How you doing? How you doing? That's right. <laughs> I mean, I do get sometimes somebody will just write, you're pretty. And then I will respond with, thank you, because, you know, my mama taught me manners. <laughs> but if you want to have an actual discourse and you want me to respond and you want to maybe create some sort of relationship, then speak nicely. I mean, one of the things that also came up a lot is don't write a message to somebody and say something you would not have the balls to say directly to their face. Oh, that happens all the time, though. All the time. It's because anonymity. Right. Now, I get those messages. Don't get me wrong. But I will tell you 75 to 80% of my messages are actually nice. They really are. They're compliments. They're kind thoughts. They get told, you know, I like being told I'm pretty. I'm sorry. You, well, you are pretty. Thank you. I like being told that. I like hearing they like my pictures. Now, I'm one of those strange ones. And again, because this is the exhibitionist in me. You want to get off to my pictures? Yay for you. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I don't need the details. I do get occasionally somebody will ask me permission. Is it okay if I masturbate to your pictures? Well, how the heck are you going to know? It, it's part of their kink is to ask and have permission granted. Okay. And I always say yes. And then other people will be way turned off by that and be like, oh my God, no, you just, no. Because that's not their kink and that's right. not something they're into and people have to respect that. My kink is not so much that I need to know you're getting off to what I'm doing as much as I like to be watched and I want you to have fun watching me. And I guess for them, the having fun part is the masturbation part. Oh, well, more power to you. Thank you. As long as you get all of those, we're going to just send all of them over to your direction. <laughs> I will say that ignoring what is in the profile, if you're sending somebody a message and it clearly says, don't message me because that's not what I'm looking for, right. that's aggravating and insulting. Yes. And that means if somebody's profile says, please do not message me directly, go through my owner, my master, my daddy, my dog, then do that. My mistress. Res my mistress, sorry. Respect <laughs> that. Even if it's not your kink and you think it's silly, it doesn't matter. You won't make any progress if you don't honor and respect their wishes. I do like this one a lot. Vet who you are asking to mentor you. Oh, yes. That's important. One of my beliefs, because again, we have opinions. I believe subs should mentor subs and doms should mentor doms. And if you are submissive and a dom reaches out to you, Offering to mentor you, in my humble opinion, run far and run fast because that is a red flag. You know what else is a red flag? When people say, I'll mentor you, uh, but can you buy this for me? Yes. If you're into Findom, that's fine. But 
the the way to do that is more of a established this is you negotiate it right you negotiate it first if it's just out there random hey buy me this and i'll do this for you nah, not so much that's not really what we want we also had somebody recommend that if you meet somebody at an event and then you want to follow up with the message the next day that's great just make sure during the messaging you remind them we met last night or whenever at the event I was the person who... Oh, yeah. I've gotten those, like I said, a year later. Right. I it, um The one I'm thinking of now, actually somewhat recent, They we met at Fetball at the last one that it was there, and I was demoing the Violet Wand, and we were going to do a scene, uh, a private scene, but we just never got the chance to like actually do it. And he sent me a message recently and said, hey, you know, I met you... At Fetball last year, I was this guy, and I immediately knew who he was talking about. I knew exactly. I tell people that I meet at a munch, unless your pic- profile picture is your face, you have to send me a message. I'm really good with faces, so if I recognize your face, that's okay. But if it's not your face, you've got to tell me who you are. I'm not so good at faces, so I won't know who you are, even if it is your face. <laughs> I'm much better at voices. Now, another piece of advice somebody said is don't feed the trolls. I have mixed opinions on that. I have opinions. Because, as I said, sometimes I feed the trolls because I'm bored. And I need to have a hobby for that day. Or I'm in a pissy mood. And since I can't take it out on the people who pissed me off, I'll take it out on the troll. So right after quarantine started, we had a troll situation in our uh, vicinity area, whatever you want to say. And how many people jumped on that? A lot. I think we hit kinky and popular on writing because we just blew this up so hard. Because we were all, it was almost like we were trolling him back. It happens. It was fun. We need hobbies sometimes. I mean, yeah, if being bitchy is a hobby, it's great. (laughs) Oh, can that be a kink? Being a bitch? Yeah. I'm sure it's got to be a kink already. I'm pretty sure I have that kink. Oh, the other thing somebody said is, we don't want to know your long, drawn-out, sadistic fantasies. So if you're sending us a message, I don't want to hear what you have planned for me. And I know I get a lot of those. I got somebody recently who just sent me a message saying that they want to meet me and then spoil me with a small gift of $15,000 on meeting while having lunch. And you didn't just take that? No, I'm not even going to respond to that. But I thought, but it wasn't it polite? I guess it was polite, but it's so obviously fake. Yeah. There's no way that this guy's paying me $15,000 just for the privilege of having lunch with me. As much as I would like to think it's more than worth $15,000, I don't think it's happening. No, probably not. <laughs> Once it's probably one of those situations where you're just going to go sit there and it's like, ah, uh, ha, ha. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't show up. My bad. Right. I had to immediately run home. Another great piece of advice is if somebody rejects you, handle it like an adult. No matter how great you think you might be, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. So if you reach out to somebody and they're pretty much like not interested, no thanks. Don't go from thinking, from saying to them, you were so beautiful, I just had to reach out to you, and now they've rejected you to, you're a fat cow, you're ugly, nobody wants you. That's just rude. Also, do I have to be an adult? Because as a little, and I get rejected, I'm probably going to have like a bit of a tantrum and stomp my foot. 
That's okay, but do you write that back to them? Well, I mean, if I wrote stomps my foot, it's probably going to look a little bit weird. I think it'd look a lot a bit weird. A little bit? A lot of bit? Okay. A lot of bit, but okay. All users are created equal. Treat everyone politely and respectfully. That means if you're a dom and you're writing to a sub, still treat them like an equal. And don't think that because you have decided you are king of the universe that they need to now address you as such. Do not write me a letter saying, I am your master and you will refer to me as such. Like hell, you're my master. I have one daddy and you ain't it, sir. And I don't have a master at all and probably never will have a master because that's not my kink. So don't write to me and say that you are my master. Okay, I'm going to write you a little letter later and say that I am now your mistress and you must um, lick my boots. Wait, i got to find boots. Okay, I'll just borrow somebody's <laughs> boots. And then... <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a very funny story. So in our group, and this, this particular group is co-ed, some of us ladies were lamenting the rather disgusting messages that we have gotten on occasion. And some of the guys in our group were saddened by the fact that they do not get such beautiful messages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we decided to have a contest <laughs> to see who could send the most disgusting messages to the guys. Guess who won? Uh, let's see. It's got to be somebody that we know in the group. Yes. And it's got to be oh, me. <laughs> I won. Oh, yeah, because I didn't participate, actually. <laughs> I took everything that I have ever read and had written, and I sent it to our producer, Night Fun. Oh, God. And I believe in the message, I was going to be his mommy and put him in diapers in... Which is not his kink. Which is not his kink and get somebody to be his aunt and babysit him while I went to work. It was quite... I was going to say, who did you send the shit one to? The fantasy. I don't know that I've sent that one. That may have been too much even for me. (laughs) But I do know that Knight loved my message and I won the contest. Hands down. (laughs) Hands down. We should do that again. That seems like a Wednesday kind of thing. I think I have an idea. Why don't we do that on Twitter? Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think you just opened up so many. Okay, guys. So here we go. I want you to tweet us at Pink Kink Podcast. (laughs) Your favorite, most disgusting line that has ever been sent to you in a FetLife message. I am so glad you run the Twitter and are going to go through all of these and it's not me. Oh, see, I love this stuff. So oh, it will make man. my day. All right. Okay. So tweet at Pink Kink Podcast, your favorite, preferably disgusting <laughs> message you have ever received on FetLife. Or I guess not so favorite. Or not so, or not so favorite. Whichever one you hated the most. There you go. Oh, man. I think... I'm going to talk. <laughs> Threw you for a loop on that one. Yeah, you actually did. Um, I was not expecting the the challenge episode today. Um, okay, so I want to talk about consent Yes, on FET. I think we can never talk about consent enough. Probably every episode is going to have something about consent. Yes. But this one is actually super important. If you have a photo from an event, a munch, a get-together, a whatever the heck it was that you did, and somebody else is in that photo with you, you need to ask permission to post that photo on FET, especially if it's going to be public. Yes. Because what if that other person, like me, does not want their face shown in public? True. You have to. And you post it. There's been instances, I know one woman, when she broke up with her dom, 
he still had pictures of her up on FetLife and wouldn't take them down. She had to go to the FetLife caretakers. And for those who don't know, the caretakers are basically the admin people who help run FetLife. And she had to go to the caretakers to get them to take the pictures down. Ugh. To wrap everything up. Yes. We have issued a challenge, or more to the point, (laughs) Rara has issued a challenge to you about your most disgusting uh, FetLife, what, response or just message, anything? You could also uh, tweet your favorite response back to a troll. Those I actually want to see. I would love to see if you got a troll. So I don't know if this is part of the same challenge, but I guess we could incorporate it. If it's you responding in a very creative, very funny way. And this, by the way, does not just apply to women. Dudes, if you've got some, I don't care. Go for it. If you got a doozy of a response, I really want to see those. And I'm going to even, because I've become quite the social media guru now, I'm going to give you a hashtag for this. We're going to call it the hashtag pink kink challenge. Okay. I really wish you guys, we had video on this so you could see Dara's face. She's <laughs> looking at me right now like I'm crazy. We should have which, a webcam while we're doing this. I'm used to that. Facial expression. I'm used to that look because she often looks at me like that. <laughs> like all the time. It kind of looks like one of those, what the hell it just came out of your mouth? Are you kidding me? Stop it's- dragging me with your crazy ass. <laughs> so hashtag pink kink challenge. Tell them about it one more time. All right. Hashtag pink kink challenge. Tweet us your favorite response to a troll, your favorite disgusting troll message, message, anything having to do with FetLife messages. All right. I think that about sums it up there. I think so. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail through anchor.fm slash pink kink, and maybe it will be shared on a future episode. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife at the handle pink kink podcast. Join our Facebook group, pink kink podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we're on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast. Even if you can't support us financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Those five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. Twisted.